Welcome to the Come Follow Me podcast for teens and for parents of teens, a podcast to supplement your weekly study of the Come Follow Me curriculum with thoughts, ideas, principles, stories, and questions all geared towards helping teenagers better follow Christ through their teenage years. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my new podcast. I am so excited to be starting this. I've wanted to start this for a long time, for a lot of different reasons. For those that are just joining us, my name is Josh Downs. I am a motivational speaker, a podcast host on another podcast called The Drive, a life coach, and a father of two beautiful daughters. And I am so excited once again to be here with you and starting this particular podcast. This has been a project that's been near and dear to my heart, as I mentioned, for several reasons. One is that because I have been a religious educator for 10 years, I was raised by a seminary teacher as well who uh, taught seminary and institute for 38 years. So I consider myself to have basically been a full-time student of the gospel really most of my life. The only reason that I, I stopped teaching seminary was because of a divorce that I went through back about six years ago. And this has given me the opportunity to feel like I was back in the classroom a little bit. As I have been sitting down preparing these lessons, it has felt like I've been back in my office preparing lessons to teach. And I've missed that. I have so missed that. So I'm excited to be able to do this and to offer this to you guys and to just share my knowledge, experience, uh, expertise, I guess a little bit in this particular field, having spent so much time as a teacher and being raised by one. I just love teaching the gospel. In fact, my friends, uh, family, people that I've dated, had relationships with, they all know very well that it doesn't take much for me to just shift gears and kind of slip into seminary teacher mode. I just do that. If you've ever watched the television show Bluey, there is a, (laughs) which is one of my favorite cartoons of all time, there is a episode called Dance Mode where this family goes around and anytime there's music, they kind of slap each other's tail and they have to start dancing and they go into what's called dance mode. I kind of feel like that in that whenever there's something that just kind of triggers a thought about the gospel, I just slip into seminary teacher mode. I just love teaching the gospel and have been doing it for so long. I love working with and helping teens as well. And so as I thought about what I could put out there that would be helpful, I knew that there were a lot of great Come Follow Me podcasts, podcasts that just have done a a phenomenal job in laying out the background and the context, as well as many of the, the doctrines and principles in the Come Follow Me curriculum. But one of the things that I kind of felt was lacking was a focus on teenagers and how to get some of this curriculum into their minds and into their hearts and make it relatable to them and what they're going through in life. And based on the experiences that I've had over the years in in working with teens and being around teens, I thought, you know what, that is something that I could definitely offer and something that I could bring to the table. So that is one of the main reasons why I've recorded this. The other main reason, and probably the most important to me, is that I have two teenage daughters. And as we've had conversations in the past, and I've taught them different things, I remember my youngest asking at one point, Dad, how are we going to remember all of this to teach to our kids? We've been so grateful to have these thoughts and insights and stories and experiences. And for a minute there, I was worried about that. I thought, how am I going to? I'm going to have to just keep teaching over and over. And then it kind of hit me. In fact, it was my oldest that made the, uh, the connection. She said, hey, wait a minute, Dad, your podcast 
And I thought, she's exactly right. That's one of the reasons I started the Drive podcast, uh, gosh, about two years ago now, was really for my posterity. And it's really grown to become very well uh, liked and accepted uh, just by by hundreds uh, and thousands even that uh, I continue to, to connect with. And it's been very inspirational to me to be able to put things like this out there and to see that it's helpful, especially to my own two daughters, which is, again is one of the main reasons that I'm putting this out there. They will have, by the time I'm done, hopefully, uh, every one of the standard books of scripture covered by these podcasts. What a great, I think, gift that I can give them and hopefully that will be able to help them as they kind of learn to navigate life themselves. I love the Come Follow Me curriculum and I love it primarily because of its focus on Christ. As members of the church, we've always been focused on Christ. But have you noticed how much more intense that focus has become as of late? I think a part of that just goes back to the the story of, of Peter walking on the water The simple metaphor that that teaches all of us that the more that we focus on the wind and the waves and and the problems of life, the easier it will be to sink into the the depths of them. Whereas if we can focus on Christ, we'll be able to stay above and rise above them and walk above the water, so to speak. As long as he kept his focus on Christ, he was okay. And in the world today, as it continues to just spiral downward and get worse and worse and harder and harder, more and more people are starting to to lose hope and they're starting to lose faith and they're starting to be overcome by the wind and the waves of life. And this increase in focus, this intensity that we are shifting and moving to to really keep our eyes on Christ is going to help all of us to be able to navigate really the very difficult and troubled waters that not only are that we're in, but are sure to come. And so for that reason, again, I, I love this curriculum and I especially love the first half of the New Testament. That was always my favorite to teach because, well, as we've just alluded to, it's about as focused on the Savior as you can get. It covers his life. It's one of my favorite books of scripture, not just to teach, but to read and to study because it is all about him. And not that all the scriptures aren't, but boy, the, the first half of the New Testament, it more so in, in any other way, right? What a gift to the, the world that it is. A couple of my favorite quotes that emphasize the importance of focusing on Christ come from President David O. McKay when he said, The highest of all ideals are the teachings and particularly the life of Jesus of Nazareth. And that man is most truly great who is most Christ-like. And then he also said, what you sincerely in your heart think of Christ will determine what you are, will largely determine what your acts will be. No person can study this divine personality, can accept this, his teachings without becoming conscious of an uplifting and refining influence within himself. That is our goal. That is what I would ask each of us to look for and to watch for as we study Christ. It's not enough just to study him. We need to study him in a way that impacts our lives for the better. Referencing one of the great stories that I can't wait to cover in in more depth, the woman who was with the issue of blood who was healed by Christ, there were many all around the Savior that were touching him, but only one was touching him deep enough to draw power from him into their lives to heal what they needed to be healed from and to receive the help and support and strength that they needed. That is our goal, right? Again, it's not enough just to study the scriptures, to study his life even, we need to study it in a way and with an intensity 
that pulls that power, that grace from him into our lives to enable us to become all that we are capable of becoming. And so making him our ideal is the ideal and is what will make everything else in life ideal as well. Now for this first introductory podcast episode, I want to give you basically the format of what to expect in the episodes to come. Basically, we're going to keep it very simple. I'm a big believer in allowing learning to happen on its own and allowing each individual to arrive at that point where they learn something for themselves. One of my favorite quotes that I always used to pattern my teaching by is where someone once said, you can give a man a fish and feed him for the day, or you can teach a man to fish and feed him for a lifetime. I'll never forget going fishing with my dad and just watching him catch fish, uh, fish after fish after fish and how bored I was of that. And he couldn't understand why until he learned the value of that quote by giving me a pole, showing me how to fish a little bit, and then watching me catch my own. And he will tell you to this day that watching me catch fish was better than, than him catching fish. And I've experienced that now as a father myself, giving the, the poles to my daughters and letting them catch fish has been the, the joy of my life. As much as I love fishing, if anyone knows me, they know I love fishing. I love watching them catch fish even better. And the same is true in teaching. You will love finding gospel truths and principles, but you know what you will love even more is watching your own children catch their own insights to gospel principles and doctrines and understanding and having them share that with you. And so a lot of this podcast is going to be geared towards helping bring that about. I will give you some key things to think about, some key principles to focus on, but there will also be questions that will be asked for you to discover some of that learning on your own and tools given to you to be able to learn some of those principles on your own. Every fisherman needs a guide to show and to instruct and to teach and to even correct. And I want to be that for you and in helping you go through these chapters in the Come Follow Me curriculum. Joseph Smith learned the importance for himself of learning for himself when he went through the process of the sacred grove. Afterwards, coming back home, his mother had asked him if everything was all right, to which he responded, everything's okay, mother. I have learned for myself what he needed to learn. That statement I have learned for myself, I always put on my wall in my teaching room just to reemphasize to the, the kids the importance of learning for ourselves. Just as important as the answer was that Joseph received in the sacred grove, if not more important, was the process that he learned and experienced to receive it. Because that same process of how to learn for himself, he went through again and again for everything else that he did after. That process that he learned is what really opened the doors to the restoration and allowed everything to continue to fall into place. And I believe in doing that, he gave us a pattern as well for finding answers and learning for ourselves important truths that we need in our lives to open doors to the things we're meant to experience in life. He needed help. So what did he do? He studied, he searched, he pondered, he prayed, he applied those things that he learned through action. He pushed through the resistance that came until the answers arrived. And then knowledge was given, faith was strengthened, and then he rinsed and repeated that same process over and over. That's the process for learning for ourselves. In this podcast, I am not going to give you as much context or background and history. I'll leave that up to you and some of the others that are putting podcasts out there. 
And I'm going to keep it short to around 10 minutes. I just believe in, in doing that and keeping things simple. We're all so busy in the world today. Again, I'm going to focus on teenagers and helping them and helping parents help teenagers. What I will give you is a couple of key principles, as I mentioned, that are vital to see in each week's lesson and discuss them just a little bit with you. But then I will really take one key principle that will be the main focus for that week, one that will relate well to teenagers, one that we can take to a depth of learning and application to really access the power in Christ, to bring about that change that we all want to experience and have in our life. And most importantly, to help with this, I'm going to give you key discussion and application questions to consider about them. Questions that will help you see how you can apply them in your own life. That's the beauty of principles. President Boyd K. Packer taught this about principles. He said, the word principle in Revelation is a very important one. A principle is an enduring truth, a law, a rule that you can adopt to guide you in making decisions. Generally, principles are not spelled out in detail. That leaves you free to find your way with an enduring truth, a principle, as your anchor. Now, with that understanding, I want to highlight how I have learned to best study the life of Christ that I believe will help you as you go through your study this year. If we are to study the life of Christ, I believe we must focus on three things. And so I'm going to pose these three questions that you can take into your study in the life of Christ each week, and we'll cover them briefly. I won't give you all of them that I see, because I want you to see and find some on your own. But these are things you can take really in any time you study the scriptures in any book of scripture. First is that we need to focus on learning for ourselves who he truly is. We must gain our own convictions and witness that He is who He said He is and that He did what He said He did. So the first thing I'll invite you to consider and to take into your study of the New Testament this year is how does this particular event that we've been studying bear testimony of Christ, bear witness to who He is and what He's done? Now, second, we all have challenges to navigate and problems to solve in life, which is one of the main reasons that we've been given the scriptures. So question two that I'll invite you to take into your study of the New Testament this year is what doctrine and principles are taught here to help me navigate my own life? And how can I apply them into my life to live the best life that I am capable of living? And number three is that if Jesus' life is the ideal life to strive to emulate, then it stands to reason that we must see his character clearly to emulate it. So question three to take into your study of the New Testament this year is what character traits do you see in Christ from this story or experience? That has been one of my most favorite things to look for because when I see him act a certain way, when I see how he treats people a certain way, when I see how he responds to certain situations, it helps me know what I am to do, how I am to act, and how I am to respond. It gives me a clear pattern on how to follow him. And if the invitation for me and for us is to come follow me, then we need to see him clearly so we can follow him perfectly. Taking these three questions into your study will unlock so much from the scriptures that will begin to flow into your life. I am so excited for you to experience that this year. And to help with this, on my website under the Come Follow Me podcast, 
I will have a, a little bookmark there with these three questions that you can download uh, and print off on your own to keep with you in your study, or just to put somewhere as a reminder to make sure every time you go into your study of Come Follow Me this year, that you're looking for those three things, which are again, how does this event bear testimony of Christ and who he is? Question two, what doctrine and principles are taught here to help me navigate my own life? And three, what character traits do you see in Christ from this story or experience? Now, before we close, just a quick thought for you to consider as we move into the New Testament this year. In the Bible, when you turn to the four main books of the New Testament, we find Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And in the titles, they read the gospel according to St. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Joseph, however, in his inspired translation of the New Testament, changed the titles from the gospel according to John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke to simply the testimony of St. Matthew, the testimony of Mark, the testimony of Luke, and the testimony of John. It's a subtle change, but a change that shifts, once again, our focus from what is being taught to who is being testified of in the teaching. The whole purpose behind Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John's writings and what they wrote wasn't just so that we would have the gospel and how to live, but they were giving us their testimony of Christ and their witness to him of where the gospel came from so we would know who to follow in how to live. In every word they write, they are bearing record of Christ. In the book of Moses, the Lord told Abraham that all things are created and made to bear record of me, both things which are temporal and things which are spiritual, things which are in the heavens above and things which are in the earth, and things which are in the earth and things which are under the earth, both above and beneath, all things bear record of me. When the Lord says all things, I think he means all things. And he went to great lengths to even emphasize that. Things above the earth, beneath the earth, in the earth, all things. Therefore, a fundamental purpose of all that has been created is to bear testimony of him, of Christ. And this applies to us as well. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were, were fulfilling one of their primary purposes in being created by bearing a record of him. And so can we. We fulfill one of the primary purposes to which we have been created when we bear record of Christ in the things that we think, in the things that we say, in the things that we do. One of the reasons it brings us joy to follow Christ is because in following him, we end up following one of the very purposes for why we even exist. The question that I would like for you to consider as we close is how is your life bearing testimony of Christ? How have your thoughts, words, and actions borne a record of him to those in your life? And what can you do to better fulfill your purpose, to carry his name and share him with others in what you think, in what you say, and in what you do. As someone once said, live in such a way that those who know you but don't know him will want to know him because they know you. Let's end where we started. Remember as President David O. McKay taught, what you sincerely in your heart think of Christ will determine what you are, will largely determine what your acts will be. No person can study this divine personality, can accept his teachings without becoming conscious of an uplifting and refining influence within himself. By choosing him as our ideal, we create within ourselves a desire to be like him, to have fellowship with him. We perceive life as it should be and as it may be. Christ isn't just a way of life. He is the way of life. 
the only way that will bring you and your family peace, happiness in both this world and in the world to come. Now, thank you for listening today, everyone. I am so excited to take this journey through the New Testament with you together. As we get started, can I just ask one thing of you? If you know anyone that has teenagers or that is a teenager, would you please consider sharing this podcast with them? If you follow me on the drive and you've enjoyed that, I promise you, you will love this one. It will be absolutely great for your teenagers, for you as parents, in helping you both come follow him better. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs and you're listening to Come Follow Me for Teens.